Hello everyone and welcome to a very special episode of Into the Deep End with T, the show where I talk about some topic improvisationally, off the top of my head, completely unprepared, and quite often running out of steam at a point where I've, I have no idea. I just did it again, cool. Why is this week's episode special? Well, because I'm recording it on location. So right now I am in the Crown Plaza Hotel at uh, Con Bravo. And, you know, not just to bring that up, just because that would be weird. It's like, hey, I'm in a place at a time. Uh, I'm bringing it up because today I will be talking about um, the fan community. I kind of touched on this in a previous episode. It could have been last week. I don't remember. But um, what's really interesting with the fan community is, um, and I think I've mentioned this either on this show or on the, the main Nick's cast, is that... You know, when you go to a convention, you encounter people who, by definition, have something in common with you, even if it's a very broad commonality. Uh, If you go to a video gaming convention, you know that the people there are interested in video games. Maybe they're not interested in fighting games as you are, or RPGs, or strategy, uh, real-time strategy, or first-person shooters, or whatever that genre of gaming may be. You know you are united by a common interest, and often there are there's considerable overlap in terms of skills and and whatnot. And it's interesting for that reason that there's such a huge difference in the the various communities within um, fandoms. My my girlfriend Lulu um, would gone to a slam poetry event and she was talking about the entitlement that some people have towards cosplayers um, to the point that it's actually... Well, some of the things she mentioned were quite disturbing to the fact that uh, people will ask to take a picture with a cosplayer, which is not a disturbing bit, but that they'll, you know, um, I, I can't even say inappropriately touched because that's not the point. They, they just touched the cosplayer without their consent. And I suppose that's that's probably why the whole, the whole notion of um, the whole movement of uh, cosplay is not consent is so important and also... Obviously, why consent in general is so important and why there has been a lot of talk about it in the media. What was interesting about about when she had done the slam poetry is that in other conversations I'd had with her from folks within the community, people who are cosplayers, who are designing costumes, making costumes, going to cons, those people are actually very supportive. And it's interesting um, because you would think, oh, oh, well, obviously people who are fans of, of something are, are not as divisive. But it really depends from, from fandom to fandom. And so fan fandoms, and conventions in particular, are this interesting little microcosm of all the, the problems that there are in the world. In terms of things like di- discrimination and, and whatnot. Because you have two people who love something, especially if it's a particular show or game or whatever it happens to be you have people who absolutely love something and yet can be divided on the most ludicrous of of examples i'm sure that this isn't the case now or certainly not to the same degree as um content becomes more widely available but talking about anime uh i guess in the 90s there was a rather large divide between subs subtitled anime and dubbed anime you know, the argument, and I think we made some goofy arguments on the next cast as well about this, you know, the difference between watching something in its original, mostly transliterated, but like localized source, 
or hearing it and their advantages, disadvantages. And the fact of the matter, like most thing in, things in life, is that, you know, it doesn't matter what you like. It certainly shouldn't cause you any discomfort that other people have different preferences. If the world was a place where we all liked the same things, it would be a very uninteresting place and probably less creative and less definitely less diverse. And we'd see less solutions and less new technology, less new things in general. And it's interesting to me that you can go to a convention and you, uh, like in general, people tend to be divided by different ideologies and, and I guess that's motivated by all sorts of different things, but primarily things like fear. But in the fan community, you still have that for some reason, even though the I would argue that compared to the general population, you know, fans tend to be like super open and welcoming and exciting. And so, yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting circumstance. That's not to say that I want to just harp on how like the world is crappy and we we can't do anything about it because what I was also going to add is it's also very encouraging when you look at something like fandom as a as a microcosm of the much larger world because you see solutions start to come about you see grassroots um, efforts take place and more importantly you see acceptance spreading very widely and I wonder why it is that that doesn't s- spread as rapidly outside of the world, but perhaps I'm, I'm just biased towards or against that group. I imagine that if it does, if um, acceptance does spread wider throughout the community, throughout the fan community, it's probably because, it's probably because there's this idea in inclusion where you know, if you don't know somebody from a different group as you, whether that be a different gender or a different uh, ethnicity, even just like different levels of income or uh, ability, there's a divide. You don't like there's a divide when you meet anybody, but when there's difference, when there's difference that you're aware of, um, it's hard to connect. It doesn't matter what kind of efforts you kind of push to connect those two people because the problem is fundamentally that there's kind of this oppositional force and in the fan community that's mitigated because you have all these people of these of this very diverse background and it's mitigated by the fact that by the fact of the the solution to this problem which is by being empathetic towards each other by interacting with people who have these differences not just of opinion, of thought, of of um, experience, of life. By being around those those different people, and actually getting to know them, people grow a sense of empathy, and that sense of empathy helps foster a sense of inclusion. And you you know it just means people start working together. And I don't know if it's because we have a very hierarchical, classist, however you want to describe it. I mean, obviously, like, not an ideal world is what we have. Um, but it's interesting that we can't 
that that's so much harder to change and yet on a small i guess it's not that strange on a much smaller scale it's easier to solve in the in the fan community but it's interesting to me that it seems so easy in that community and so much harder in the world at large and i imagine it's because it's a lot harder to get people to connect with one another when it's less apparent what they may have in common and you can't force people to do that you can kind of only encourage people to come together of their own accord that's probably why communities like churches and other religious um, groups and neighborhood associations and whatnot that is probably why those communities are effective hmm well, I mean, that was a little bit less directed than I was expecting, but uh, I feel like there was some good stuff in there. A lot, of, a lot of good stuff about fandom and communities and about people. I hope you enjoyed that. I wasn't really sure where it was going, and, and I, I feel it came together. <laughs> All right, now that I'm done patting myself on the back, uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, if you enjoyed this and you want to hear more uh, things like this, you can check out thenextcast.com. If you want to support this and other fine podcasts by uh, myself and the other Knicks, you can go to patreon.com slash the next cast. And um, because this is rapidly approaching, uh, do you like video games? Do you like uh, old video games for the Super Nintendo? More specifically, do you like Chrono Trigger? Even if you don't, do you like supporting a good cause? If any of those things sound like the case, you should definitely check out The Race Against Time at uh, theraceagainsttime.io. So myself, the other Nyx, and the Goat VG will be marathon streaming Chrono Trigger. We're going to try to beat all the endings, and we're going to give away a bunch of stuff, hopefully auction off some stuff, and in general, raise money for uh, the Alzheimer's Society of Canada. And it's a good cause, and you should tell your friends about it. It is on August 13th, starting at 10 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Um... Yeah, well, approximately. And we would love to have people come out and tell their friends and help us to raise money for charity and watch us make fools of ourselves, probably. Anyway, uh, thanks again, and have a good one. Bye!